hope you're all ready to climax with us because, oh boy, is it good. You're going to nut. You're going to nut really hard. You're going to nut so hard. I nutted so hard when I read this part. I really did. I was like, I mean, my mind nutted. My mind nutted. This is Out of Context with your hosts, Soph and Steph. All right, say it again. Welcome back to Out of Context. I'm Soph. I'm Steph. And this is a continuation from our last episode on Plato's The Symposium. We were falling asleep at the end. We're trying this again. Coffee we recorded in hand. for way too long for our last episode. <laughs> Might not sound like it, but it was. It took us hours to get that out. And by the time, by the end of it, it we were literally falling asleep on our microphones. Yeah. And I was like, Sophie, we can't. This is not good content anymore. So, you know what? We're just leaving it at that. We're wrap- we wrapped up Pausanias. Wrapped it up. He's or done. not. We left it unwrapped. Who cares? Know. And yeah. uh, to be honest, neither of us care about the eczema doctor. What's his name? So We're skipping. We don't think he said anything important. Eczema enough. doctor. <laughs> what? We don't think he said anything important enough. Yeah, enough. Exactly. I, I We're sleeping on him. We're so. sleeping on that, so we're skipping it. Honestly, we're really skipping it because we're so excited about the next speech. We, we're itching. We couldn't... We. <laughs> We've been talking about this off mic, and we're really excited to talk. About I actually have been talking about this speech a lot. I bring this up. I bring this up a lot. It's like my day to day life. Last night, I literally read my friend part of this speech to sleep. He was really drunk, and I was like, "You're bothering me. You need to go to sleep." So I'm gonna read you this to soothe you. Was he soothed? He was very soothed. Um. Although I don't really know if it's a soothing topic per se. It's kind of gruesome. It is really <laughs> gruesome. But I was like, these are. this is going to be a, a nice nighttime story for you. Um, and I read it to him and, he, and then he went to bed so that I could go to sleep. So everyone close <laughs> your eyes. You're about to get read to bed. Yeah, yeah. Get ready for this excitement. Plato was born in the year 427 BC and died in the year 347 BC. He made it to the ripe age of 80, which in ancient Greek times is 1,000 years old. Like many, he lived before the earth knew the Son of God, and before we knew, the sun was too hot to touch. He grew up as a politician's son, and made his daddy cry when he decided to spend his life with his gay friends, one of them being Socrates. Barefoot and often drunk, Socrates impressed upon Plato the lifestyle of thinking, and how thinkers are superior to politicians, better than women, and above all, humble. While politicians were thinking with their dicks, they introduced thinking with your mind. Plato founded the first institution for using your head instead of your dick, which was actually the blueprint for modern-day universities. Too bad their revolutionary vision never came to fruition, but at least we could call him the creator of Western philosophy. And beer pong. This has been a eulogy for Plato. So we are starting with Aristophanes' speech. Mm. Aristophanes. Aristophanes, can, who um, is definitely the comedian of the group. Mm. I wrote that down 
to be honest, I did not remember that. We, <laughs> I feel like we've been reading this for so long now. I or don't like, remember him being funny. Working, no, he is funny. He is funny. And he is like, he is, I think he's a, um, like in his life, he's like a comedian. He writes like comedy. Oh my God, look at this. Yeah. So I really appreciate Aristophanes on all different levels. I, I appreciate him on so many levels. He also just brings up some really interesting Greek yeah. myths. Yeah. I don't know. Should we read the myth? I think, yes, think? I think we should read definitely like some select passages from the myth because I mean, I don't think we should read the whole thing, but like, right. basically, okay, so wait, let's refresh. Let's, let's do a refresh. refresher. So what's the symposium about? So everyone's talking about love, oh, baby, baby Sophie. Baby. So we're talking about love. Everyone so far has been mostly talking about like romantic right sexual love between people boys people and boys yeah (laughs) and i think what i liked about aristophanes aristophanes (laughs) who knows how to say it we We don't don't know know how how to say it look it up (laughs) hey don't go to us don't Don't come to us was basically about i literally told sophie i was like i think this sounds i was like say it like i'm saying it because that's more greek to me (laughs) I I don't know Greek. (laughs) So we don't know how to say it. But basically, he goes in, he kind of approaches it from a different way. He's talking about the origin of desire, kind of, in a way that I think is really interesting. Whereas a lot of the people are talking about, like, what is love? Like, it takes over somebody. Like, how do you act on love? This is like, he's like, no, no, no. We got to bring it way back to the origin of humanity. Like, how did humans come about? Also, they're all talking about they are all basing their speeches off of like um the god love and aristophanes actually doesn't mention the god love here at all and he doesn't uh he's not speaking about love as this like god that's ruling Mm -hmm. over humans but more so as this like there is a very natural progression of how love came into existence sort of thing but the weird part about his stories, too, is that they kind of, it's like, it's almost like we seek other people out on Earth because God, like, as, like, punishment, right? Like, with the whole thing with, like, he's getting, like... as pun- Well, let's rewind. Well, yeah, okay. That's a lot. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's rewind. Don't jump ahead, how should, we, <laughs> how should we approach the myths that he's talking about? I can this? start talking. I can start explaining the myth. Okay, you, you, so, you go on with the myth. Basically, Aristophanes introduces this myth by saying um first of all we must learn about human nature and where we came from essentially and the fact that are the humans that we know today are not they haven't always been the humans that existed we have come from other forms we've come from um other genders too so he's saying that long ago there wasn't two genders okay also disclaimer he says genders is really he means sex they're talking about male and female so he's saying that there was a third gender which was a combination of the two um that he says this is interesting still survives but the gen um well only as a gender has vanished it survives as a word right but that gender so he's saying that people who are both male and female have vanished so there was the man there was the woman and then there was the androgynous and the androgynous had both genitalia the male had only penises and the woman only had vaginas and the reason i'm saying that in a plural sense is because this is his 
description. I'm just going to read the description. You got to read because truly, the description. N- you can't do it justice without, yeah. without reading it word for word. I wrote lost me next. <laughs> what did you say? It lost me. <laughs> Visually. Oh, I was so on board visually. I was like, you oh, I see pictures, it. Though. I see it. Um, okay, so. <laughs> the shape of each human being was a rounded hole with back and sides forming a circle. Each one had four hands and the same number of legs and two identical faces on a circular neck. They had one head for both the faces, which were turned in the opposite directions. Four ears, two sets of geni- genitals, and everything else was as you would ma- uh sorry sorry was as you would imagine laugh. from what i've said so far yeah he's like he's like listing off these specificities like two ears two faces and then he's like two genitalia fill in the rest he's like which is like and what? of course you would imagine yeah. what the rest of this this like weird full body, body would look, look like. like um blah 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 he describes how they move um so he compares uh these rolling around these like bulbous humans to the sun and the earth the sun but not just compared like compare. they are the children of right, the sun right. they're children of the moon right right yeah yeah so the parent of the male gender was originally the sun and that of the female gender was the earth and then the uh the combined gender the one that's like quote-unquote androgynous is the parent of the moon um same because so the moon we is a combination of sun and earth which made really no sense to me but that's part of the myth yeah i don't get that it's like i don't really know how to, but yeah I, don't know. I guess we're both from this description we're both earth babies both earth oh yeah if we're talking about yeah. genitals your genitals uh comment <laughs> sorry i just told everyone what your genitals comment your are. genitals in the, in the comment section <laughs> i'm sorry i'm a i'm an earth sign <laughs> in genitalia <laughs> What are you? Uh, I should put that. I'm going to put yeah, this on might. my Tinder. I'm going to be like, uh, be like looking for other earths. <laughs> Only looking for other earths. And also they'll think you're like and, a spiritual sounds, really, goddess. Actually. But really, you're just like obsessed with, with <laughs> Aris- Aristophanes. You'd be like, hey girl, did you ever read that Aristophanes? <laughs> this is how I'm going to get so many. You get so laid with that. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Yeah. Oh, I've been trying already. (laughs) I'm like, yo, you want to hear about this great Greek myth? (laughs) It's really sexy. As I, like, I remember last time we talked about their full, like, taking their book out on the subway. (laughs) And I just lead with that. I'm like, page 23, Um, I'm in Earth. (laughs) Okay, so, uh, okay, so, those are the humans. They were big, round, ugly monsters with... A million different limbs, basically four sets of limbs, four sets of everything that we have currently. Zeus was like, hold up. Mm. These guys are mad strong, mad powerful, and they are coming for us, Yeah, they were somehow coming for the guy. They were going up. They were fucking climbing that mountain. I don't really get what they were climbing on, but they were climbing. Yeah, I don't know how (laughs) one gets from the earth to the gods. Don't know. But they were doing it. They were like, is if you took... um, samara from the ring you know that yeah. scene where she's like climbing up the well i actually don't know if i know it's like photoshop the well out <laughs> and if she's just like in midair <laughs> you know what i saw yesterday what i saw a rat climbing 
on my next to my window in my bathroom i mean in the kitchen what you know those like metal bars i have in my outside kitchen? outside oh this God. rat it was like the rat was one of these humans it was literally climbing up like you'd climb a pole or a tree it's like little using paws. its two front paws to yes. then like lift yes itself and its up. bottom paws were like i'm not even exaggerating we're cupping this <laughs> like bar and it was like scooching itself up i didn't know that rats could move like that i think only new york city rats because their anatomy is actually just Zeus becoming closer to humans every day yeah. they are turning um, into humans and they're gonna get punished for it as we'll see in this story yeah you just kind of sp- fucking spoiler alert i know sorry um, we'll take that out we'll okay that so out. basically the humans were too powerful and zeus was like oh no we got to do something about mm-hmm. this i have a solution let's just cut them in half so not to kill them no not to kill them because they were like we can't kill them they're our slaves they're our puppets they're you know we're gods we need we need little like little puppets like things to, on the planet yeah i, guess, I don't know Earth. whatever they need it for i don't really don't know i don't really know what they're using us for honestly I'm i don't know but basically they were like we can't get rid of our slaves but they are too powerful they are too powerful yeah. so let's just cut them in half so zeus slices them in half like a like a like, I don't know. Uh, Decap- <laughs> here's a quote like <laughs> like they cut hard-boiled eggs with hairs so imagine yeah. just taking a <laughs> hair that in book? that's in the book <laughs> and so slicing funny. a hard-boiled egg in half that's what they did to humans that was my favorite wow. quote one of my favorite quotes i of forgot the about that quote great visual um okay so but then this is what happened so he cut some in half right mm-hmm. and the humans are now freaking out scrambling around being like where is my other half like where the fuck like i don't i don't understand i'm i'm not, not this is only anymore. half of me like imagine you right now being cut in half yeah and you feel like your entire half of your body is missing it's like phantom limbs yeah it's like big they were having like phantom body but like whole body like all phantom whole body so like they needed to find the. If other you guys part. feel um, phantom whole body, please call this number. Yeah. 101-247-5394. Uh, <laughs> so what did they do about that stuff? They're like they don't know where their other half went. Literally, their physical other half. So the humans would then spend their entire lives searching for their other halves, and once they found them, they all they wanted to do was attach themselves to their other halves that they would literally they wouldn't do anything else they would find each other attach themselves die from hunger die from inactivity Mm -hmm. they just like shrivel up and not not exist anymore because they were just wow all they wanted to do was be with themselves right because that it was themselves they were finding their other half like literally their other half so zeus was like well this isn't good because now they're just kind of just killing themselves yeah. <laughs> so it's a brutal myth okay yeah so zeus um zeus then realizes that uh because at this point i'm not too sure what the yeah. anatomy of these humans looked like were they having sex yet with each other no because apparently they were having sex with the ground with the earth like oh, their genitals yes, were yes, on their backs yeah, yeah 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 and they were like just fucking because the they earth. were facing the wrong way kind of like yeah like they were like slaves <laughs> I, I don't get that yeah that that lost me again i don't i need to see an animation i think but 
yeah look that up later okay so they were fucking the earth and then and they weren't fucking each other and then they were dying together and zeus was like fuck my slaves like they're all dying they can't reproduce like what's gonna i don't know how they're reproducing before but they're definitely not reproducing now (laughs) yeah i don't know i don't know (laughs) maybe they were immortal before i don't really understand that they were powerful so probably (sighs) i don't know but basically zeus was like you know what i'm gonna do i'm gonna take the peen peen and the vagina and like put them around to the front so that men and women can lead with that lead with that and reproduce and it will also act as kind of like it will act as like um a release from one another like being able to have sex and then having this release so that they're like you're so connected Mm -hmm. that then you don't feel the need to be constantly connected right right. um it's like a good balance and maybe helps with yeah they can lead individual lives better I guess. Hopefully. Well, I don't know. So Zeus was like, great. I just invented sex. I just invented like hot and steamy sex for um, so that humans could keep on living and reproducing. And I also just invented like sexuality. Yeah. He invented all sexuality. Uh, He says. Yeah. How does that work? So basically he talks about it like. So the, these men and women, female, male having sex. uh, If two men came together, they would also have sex um and it, it says the satisfaction of sexual intercourse and then relax turn turn to their work and think about other things in their life so he literally was saying like now two men can come together have sex and then like go on with their lives like yeah. you were saying and like live and but, then he said also they're really open in this book he's they're also like female homosexualities exist they also have sex and then feel good and can move on with their life so basically but i think this is really interesting like the the creation of sexuality was made here because he because he took like if we revert back to the fact that there were three genders mm-hmm. of what he was describing i mean in today's term two three sexes yeah uh f- female male and intersex or androgynous right if you split the two females in half you would have two female anatomies wanting to find each other and wanting to complete their mm-hmm. their lost whatever yeah and then they would you would have two men also that had can't come from one being two men could um, find each other who wanted to find each other mm-hmm. create their whole and then the intersex the androgynous gender were two different genders so in this They're world homosexuality are- is actually the more norm the norm because not the norm it's just higher like percent maybe exactly there's like a the higher number. ratio yeah. of homosexuality to heterosexuality because i'm i'm assuming that yeah it was a third a third a third yeah we're <laughs> right? assuming I don't it's know. split up perfectly but also the idea that like these people the intersex or the androgynous quote-unquote gender that they're explaining is the birth is is literally what create procreation and new life like if you're thinking about the fact that oh yeah you know what i mean like this idea that like that being being split up is what's creating babies cuz he knows he's not saying you know saying that like he like an atom and anatomologically it makes sense yes. that that you know, <laughs> has a lot i was going to try and syllable. say it and i was like now nah, you got it <laughs> um but yeah i think that's really interesting too and like that holds a lot of power i really like this story because of that yeah I thought that was really interesting This episode is sponsored by Glue, a dating app. Trying to find your other half, like your literal other half, like the other half that was cut from you by Zeus, not your dog Zeus, the god Zeus? Then download this app 
When you find your missing link, you'll know what to do. Glue. So the whole idea and how this ties back to love is that like the whole concept is that love is the name for the desire and pursuit of wholeness. So it is that desire to be whole. That's basically Aristophanes' whole concept of what love is. Yeah, I thought that was one of the most beautiful lines of this book. I really like that. Love is the name for the desire and pursuit of wholeness. Mm. And I think that um, this speech specifically was uh, looking at Instead of trying to understand how love rules and how love, the God love is and how like the relationship with love and humans and all that, I think this speech is really beautiful and simple because it just examines how we have treated and how we have viewed love as humans for all of time. And let's not forget that this is this speech was given before Christ mm-hmm. and the the sentiments around what he's talking about is exactly how we still feel about it today. Yeah. The fact that we are looking for our other half. We are a person who is who is trying to be complete with another person. Mm-hmm. Um, but also, and then there's also another really lovely quote that I love that said, he says, these are people who live our whole life. Uh, sorry. These are people who live our whole lifetimes together, but still couldn't say what it is that they want from each other. Yes. It's like we were talking about last episode when we were talking about like being in love. Like I know for a one point we talked about like that overwhelming feeling. Yeah. That I don't was know touched if on. we'll make it into the episode or not. Yeah. We'll see. <laughs> Maybe not. But it was touched on, you know, that like desire from other speeches and basically it's true it's like you have this feeling it's like a chemical reaction but at the end of the day you never truly can understand or know what you want from that person except closeness like and maybe that's what it is to me this resonate this speech resonated me the most because it's true it's like you have that desire to be whole like you're seeking something perhaps but you'll never really find it because you'll never you can't know what you're seeking there's no concrete like answer to what you want from somebody and that's just like beautiful and i i i find that actually kind of comforting about love it's not this is the end goal this is what we're getting Mm -hmm. we're never really getting anything i think aristophanes gets that love is so inexplicable that he Mm -hmm. put um something a visual like this myth of zeus and like the og humans to i don't know i think like i would say this is an allegory to love about love yeah it's an i like that aristophanes understands that love is very inexplicable so he uses an allegory to simplify the origin of it but but by still saying that like like obviously that didn't happen you know like obviously right, right, that's yeah. not and they he knows that too well, like yeah i mean unless they didn't yeah. do you think that they, they actually believed that? They no why they didn't believe that they yeah. didn't think that that's like, no I what think, happened with right humans. right um, people i feel like maybe if you're like hardcore no maybe not though. what what do you mean sophie well like i feel like some people like people do believe well yeah, the, but this is a religion <laughs> no i know that's what i'm saying well like, maybe they did because they didn't have science to like know yeah. about evolution yet well and i'm um, and people today believe in all right myths. but they're all wrong <laughs> i'm just hey 
We support everyone on this podcast. Yeah, but we also support support science. science. (laughs) This is sponsored by science. We believe in it. This is is sponsored by science.com. Sponsored by science. Uh, Shout out to science. Um, Yeah, I mean, that's it. It's It's a beautiful story that it is. I really like it. goes along with something pretty inexplicable while all these other uh, doofuses are just trying to like you know jerk themselves off right. being like i know what love's about yeah and as Fanny's is like really we don't know lo- what love's about all we know is that for some um untold reason we we want to be with someone else yeah and spend our lives that way yeah it's so funny it's like yeah and it, it does kind of makes sense that it's like we were at one point doing that all the time what that's what that's what i thought was interesting about the speech that like we are you know you only really like we're desiring it so bad because at one point in our in our history of human existence we had that right so it's we're like, like that's seeking the what we only had. possible reason yeah to want someone else so badly is that they were actually a part of you one time because it's so ridiculous to think anything else right because otherwise why can't we just be like this is me i'm good i don't need anyone yeah like really truly like i don't need that kind of love in my life because i'm content or full by myself yeah damn did i tell you this just made me think of i don't know why Mm. but i don't think i mentioned this in the last episode I just want to throw it in here and then we can move on. Throw it in. But um, I was at this, I was taking this class at a, at a healing center and the instructor was talking about um, partnership and love. And she was like, uh, she believed and she shared this with us that she doesn't think that um, in every life you are meant to have a partner. Ooh, in some lives not, you didn't say it on like but you yeah i told sophie this before but i didn't say it on on uh, the podcast but um yeah that some some lives were meant to have partners and some lives were not meant to have partners so what do you think strap in which kids. one is it for you we're in it for the long <laughs> haul the single the when single do we life find out though i don't think you find out i think well i think the point is that you shouldn't be Waiting. Like you shouldn't be waiting or you shouldn't yeah. be searching. searching. Like yeah, if yeah. you find your partner, then that's it. You're supposed to have that person with you this life. But if you don't, then yeah, I guess you like, weren't, you know? Yeah. So for all the people who are have been single for a long time, just take comfort in knowing that that's just how it's, it's gonna never, be. That just yeah, it's, it's never gonna happen. Oh, but that's kind of like it's nice in a way it's like yeah well maybe we like never got split time. or maybe we never got split in half maybe, maybe you're whole, I, like a whole human maybe whole. i am the whole human maybe i am the whole original human and i just have like a power to like pop in my extra eyes and limbs yeah. i was wondering why you had a face in the back of your head but i never <laughs> wanted to say anything oh my god you, you saw person. that? I saw that. I did one day. <laughs> just one just one eyeball. I didn't say anything. <laughs> Damn it. It slipped out. I didn't want to embarrass you. We were at a restaurant. It was like awkward. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad that uh, you waited to tell me you knew that while um, we're in my room on my bed. Yeah. <laughs> on air. <laughs> in a safe space. <laughs> because we're recording space. this on a comfy bed right now. <laughs> this episode is sponsored by Glue, a dating app. 
Trying to double up on body parts? Want four arms, four legs, two faces, and eternal love? Then download the app Glue. When you find your missing link, you'll know what to do. Glue. We made it to the end of this episode. Yeah. And that was a big one. That was a big one. I mean, it was a little one, but it was a but it was a little size. big one. It was a little big one <laughs> for sure. Like a nice chody milky way. <laughs> mm. That's part two of symp- the symposium. Sophie and I actually have another part planned because we haven't even covered uh, the the big king himself. The big king himself speech. Big king speech. The king speech speech itself. We we haven't covered the king speech. (laughs) We just can't get enough of this. So there's going to be a part three that will come out later on in the season. By the way, this season is probably going to be about eight episodes. Um, so we're halfway through. Oh my god, that's crazy. So yeah, so uh, symposium part three will be coming out to you eventually uh but meanwhile what are we getting up to we got a little treat so yeah so we got a email from gary shout out to gary our Our friend (laughs) we love him (laughs) and he thought it would be a good idea that uh to have a voicemail set up so that our listeners could call in and just you know talk about things that they thought were interesting about a specific episode or something we said that they wanted to talk about or food for thought because we're hungry i'm very hungry (laughs) we're hungry for your for your food nuggets your little phyllo nuggets your phyllo nuggets Um, so basically we're setting up a google voice we set one up for you we set one up um you guys can call in and leave voicemails and sophie and i will be making little mini episodes and discussing what you leave us your little food nuggets that you leave us we're very excited about that and i don't know if you guys know this but we do release these episodes uh strictly bi-weekly on fridays so we're thinking that from here on out we will um release these mini episodes in between each episode like so that you have some some content every week um every single week every single week in quarantine the number is 917-740-3209 that's 917-740-3209 please call us more heads are better than one right two heads are multiple better than heads one. but guess what did what? we learn from this episode <laughs> four heads <laughs> what did we learn <laughs> better than one sophie and i are actually not together right now do not worry we are we are separate sophie's in portland i'm in new york city and um we haven't actually recorded another episode yet so we don't know when the next one will be released but i think these mini episodes will be able to get out to you guys um via this little facetime podcast recording setup that we have going on at the moment facetime pod Check us out on Instagram at out of context underscore. We'll also have the phone number on there so you can call us. Uh, and we know this is kind of a tough time. Yeah, shoot us a ring. Ring us a shoot. Yeah. Goodbye and good night. <laughs> Goodbye and good night.
Thank you so much to Dylan Nowick for this funky music and to Emily Greenberg for our spunky graphic. This has been Out of Context. This episode is sponsored by Icky Icky Glue, a dating app. Do Do you you want to be be able to look in the mirror and see yourself whole for the first time? Then download the app Glue. When you find your missing link, you'll know what to do. Glue.